Hey, it's Stacy. I am announcing a new book. I've just published a book. It's called Deconstruction, Your Journey in Faith. It's a six-module study journal, and it can be used for personal study or as a small group study. This podcast shares the introductory audio teaching when you purchase the book on Amazon.com. You get access to the audio teachings that go along with each module. In addition to that, I'm offering through uh, May, June, and July a six-part, a small group feel group coaching that goes through this study journal. Um, I'm going to keep the numbers low on this so we can really have a really quality conversation. It's online, so if you're interested, you don't have to live here in Florida. You can join wherever you are. And with that... Here is an excerpt from Module 1 of Deconstruction, Your Journey in Faith. This is Stacy. I want to welcome you to the audio lesson for Module 1 from my study journal called Deconstruction, Your Journey in Faith. If you have not yet purchased your copy, you can find it on Amazon. Each section has an accompanying audio file on my website, which is clarityunleashed.com. There you will also find opportunities to connect with me for personal coaching. I'm also offering an online small group style coaching program utilizing the study journal. Without further delay, let's explore Module 1, You Are Here. Module 1 is centered around Jacob's wrestling match with God, found in Genesis 32. As we explore Jacob's experience, imagine that you're getting into your time machine and being transported from today to back then through barriers, including time, culture, and complexities of language. Those of us who are in deconstruction often use the word wrestling to describe how we are processing our thoughts on scripture, beliefs, and traditions. As you continue to incorporate books, podcasts, blog posts, and other sources into your faith deconstruction, listen for that word, and I think you will see it is very common and very appropriate. It's no surprise that today's lesson is from Genesis chapters 29 through 32, which capture a story of betrayal, a journey, and a wrestling match. On these pages, we see Jacob's tumultuous relationship with his father-in-law, Laban. Ultimately, God calls Jacob to leave his father-in-law's homeland in order to return to his own ancestral home. Jacob's journey home begins with a promise from God. It reads, Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your ancestors and to your kindred, and I will be with you. This is from Genesis chapter 31, verse 3, from the New Revised Standard Edition. As I mentioned in the introduction to these audio messages, 
It is not uncommon for deconstruction to begin with a traumatic experience or with loss, grief, or betrayal. For some of us, it isn't one big event, but instead it is many small events that happen over time until one day we recognize the pattern. Perhaps that's what Jacob experiences during the 20 years that he works for Laban. According to the account in Genesis, Jacob initially worked seven years for Rachel's hand in marriage. You may recall that Laban pulls a bait and switch and gives his eldest daughter Leah to Jacob instead of Rachel. You'll see all of this in Genesis chapter 29. Jacob works another seven years for Rachel and six more years to build his flock. Jacob's frustration comes to the surface as he confronts his manipulative father-in-law saying, These 20 years I have been in your house, I served you 14 years for your two daughters and six years for your flock, and you have changed my wages 10 times. It's from Genesis chapter 31, verse 41. God calls out to Jacob in a dream, acknowledges Laban's behavior, and tells Jacob to leave Laban's land and head back to his homeland. But Jacob's homeland is potentially as unhealthy and unwelcoming as Laban's household is. Recall that as a young man, Jacob took great lengths to deceive his father, Isaac. Jacob's deception resulted in Isaac pronouncing a blessing over Jacob instead of Esau. You'll see that in Genesis 27. Jacob left his father's household because his life was in danger from his brother Esau. Even though he may have left one dangerous home for another, Jacob follows the Lord's instruction and leaves Laban's household, taking his wives, his flocks, and his belongings. Laban chases after Jacob, and after a confrontation and truce, they create a boundary line between them. Each swears they will not cross to the other side. This is a lot of baggage for Jacob to carry, and I imagine he's weighing all of these things as he journeys toward his homeland. In Genesis 32, we see that Jacob is afraid that Esau might still want to kill him. So Jacob sends men ahead of him with gifts for Esau, hoping these gifts will soften Esau's anger. Jacob sends his men and his family out ahead of him, and he stays behind alone for the night. Put yourself in Jacob's shoes for a moment. His path behind him is closed, and his path ahead is unknown and potentially leads to death at the hands of his brother. Yet God is clearly calling him to move forward. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that Jacob has a lot to wrestle with? You know what happens next? After sending his family ahead, Jacob chooses to stay behind to spend the night alone. We read in Genesis 32, verses 24, Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. As much as that verse implies a wrestling match, a physical wrestling match, I also think it is a fitting metaphor for the emotional turmoil that Jacob feels. I bet he's fearful, anxious, full of regrets, and uncertain of God's call. What about you? What would you wrestle with in regard to your past and your future? 
The wrestling match lasts until dawn, and Jacob does not escape unscathed. He receives an injury to his hip that changes his gait from that moment forward. Jacob never walks the same again. When the man God saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. That's Genesis 32 verses 25 and 26. So Jacob asks God to bless him. After wrestling and receiving an injury, Jacob holds this man down and refuses to let him go without a blessing. Then we read, so he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. That's from Genesis 32, verses 27 to 31. What a poignant interaction. Jacob's blessing is the name Israel. Sit in that moment and recognize that God rewards Jacob for prevailing in his struggle with God and humans. Not only does Jacob leave that camp with a new name, but our own faith roots lead back to that wrestling match with God. What can we learn from this interaction between Jacob and God? I'm going to propose some takeaways and look forward to hearing yours too. First, how are you wrestling with God over your known and unknown circumstances? Is this a new concept for you? Maybe you've been told that it's wrong to question God. Deconstruction is an isolating process, partly because we feel guilt or shame for struggling with our faith, our traditions, our doubts, and our relationship with God and the church. It seems to me that Jacob felt that tension, too. He sent his family ahead and, in solitude, considered all of the stressful factors in his life. I hope that Jacob's experience gives you confidence that not only is wrestling okay with God, but it will lead to transformation and blessing. Second, wrestling occurs in solitude just as Jacob's story describes. You may not feel confident in this deconstruction practice at first, but you will gain confidence as you experience God's presence in your life. It is not uncommon to want to be guided by others, but your deconstruction is unique and you're in charge. You are your own spiritual leader and you are empowered and accompanied by the Holy Spirit. Know that in many cases, your church or community may not be a safe place for openly wrestling. It seems counterintuitive that Christians are alienated because they ask questions. After all, we read that the name Israel means for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. 
I encourage you to step into your faith journey with increased confidence each day, acknowledging that you may find yourself secluded between where you worshiped in the past and where you will worship in the future. Know that God will meet you there in your seclusion and introspection. Third, Jacob receives an injury during the wrestling match. I believe that Jacob's injury is a transformative moment for him. It changes how he walks through the rest of his life, but it's also going to be obvious to those who encounter him. What is one transformation that you expect as a result of your faith journey? Think about how others will visually recognize your transformation. This concludes the audio message for Module 1. I want to encourage you to use the study journal to capture your thoughts, questions, doubts, and experiences. Begin your wrestling match and boldly ask God to not only meet you on the mat, but to bless your life through His transformative touch.